Capital, where we step into the ring of combat sports business. I'm your host, Ryan Rappaport. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by Connor Matthews, an Air Force Combat Controller Special Forces operator whose grit and skrill have vaulted him into the UFC spotlight. His story weaves from distinguished military service to mixed martial arts mastery on this past season of Dana White's Contender Series, and Connor is here to share his unique journey and insights. Thanks for being here today, Connor. How are you and where are you joining from today? I'm doing great, man. Uh, joining you from my home, uh, mom's basement MMA. So it's my house right here. Got my gym. And uh, yeah, so I'm doing great, man. How are you? Good. I'm sure you had a, a late night like me watching the fights. I saw you guys, some of your streams from last night. Looks like it was yeah. keeping you busy. <laughs> I hate, I hate uh, the main event comes out at one o'clock in the morning. So definitely had a late, a late night last night. Uh, I don't even know what time those fights ended at one or two o'clock. Um, two, yeah. Then, then I had a, uh, did some rolling here in the morning. So, yeah, but man, it was, it was a good, good night of fights for sure. I'd love just uh, you tell me a little bit about your journey and can you just describe a little bit about the emotions that you got once you confirmed your contract with Dana White and especially with this journey you've had? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, overwhelming, honestly. Uh, it's nice to see something that you really put your life and in hard into, you know what I mean? Uh, actually come into fruition and, uh, it took four years of since I got out of my mil, uh, um, out of the military to like pursuing this and trying to make it to the UFC. Uh, lots of ups and downs and like things. You know, did I make the wrong decision? Mistakes and finally, like, it took me three times of fighting in front of uh, Dana to get that contract. So I didn't really take the easy way into the UFC, and uh, I'm just happy I got it. And you know, now I'm ready to get here and you know keep that contract. So now my eyes are facing forward, and uh, you know I got a lot of work to do. Well, you know, taking it back a step, talking about your time as a combat control, um, you know, how do you think that experience has kind of shaped where you're at right now in your mixed martial arts journey? Um, I think it's, it's, there's nothing that can, you can simulate. I don't think to, to train your mind for mental, mental toughness and learn just lessons about life, like fighting. You can learn it through fighting, but uh, it, this kind of was a different way for me to learn a different kind of mentality. I was challenged in all different assets of my life. Uh, the physical part, obviously, we, you know, they put us in the pool and, and, the, and they're drowning us for dive school, basically. Um, not drowning. We had to learn water confidence and, you know, train to a certain level, uh, you know, jumping out of planes, um, all the combat type of training and, uh, just, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff. So, you know, I mean, I piled that up and, uh, you know, I, I got through it and, you know, now I take all that mentality I learned from all that and I apply it to something I actually love. And it's, you know, it's, it's really awesome. It's easier for me to actually kind of work hard at to being a professional fighter than it was being a combat controller. Which is crazy <laughs> to think. I mean, people don't necessarily understand like how intertwined you guys are with the tip of the spear of special forces. But I know since you've left, I've heard a little bit about you talking about the therapeutic benefits that you get from your martial arts training, especially after de your deployments. How do you balance MMA's mental and physical demands with those therapeutic aspects that you get from them? Um, so I, I feel like for me, it's like, uh, it's always, martial arts has always been an outlet my entire life, right? Anytime I struggle with anything, I just use martial arts to help me uh, cope with it and that mechanism. Now I just, I was, I'm just lucky enough to have it to be my job. So it's like, for me, it's more about uh, trying to spread, spread that to any other veterans or guys who kind of want to use martial arts to help them out and get them through any tough, tough. It doesn't have to be veterans. It could be literally anybody. I feel like, I feel like it's just such a good tool for everybody to use to, um, cope with anything else going on outside in their life um it's a place where you can kind of get away and you know focus on 
learning a skill and that can help you on the outside, whether it be confidence or just getting a workout or a community. So um, I just really think it's a, it's a good, it's a crucial part of my life. So I just try to share as much as I can with other people. And I know you, you have a long history with martial arts. You started with Kempo, Taekwondo, Jiu-Jitsu. I mean, that, that history is, you know, quite impressive. Not everyone actually has those traditional martial arts backgrounds. Have those very disciplines contributed to your fighting style today, you think? Yeah, I think I think mentality-wise, too. Like, I think that um, I grew up in a gym called Lakeville MMA. Um, and it was actually originally a, taek, a Taekwondo school so actually before that i did kempo i grew up doing kempo and i used to compete go all around you know competing all over the place and then um when i was in high school i, I walked into uh, lake mma and it was more of like a taekwondo school that just brought it brought on uh the mma to it so we were doing literally taekwondo kicks with jujitsu and we're mixing it up and uh I feel like my, my, my sensei there really had, he just knew how to build really good character and apply that to MMA fighters. So it's just like, there's a, you know, we all have a, like that people from that gym always had the same kind of character traits and you'll see it uh, with guys like Jack Condon, who was a local MMA fighter up here, Miguel, Miguel Seven says, we're all, we all have like this uh, Lake MMA mentality that I learned. I know where it came from. It came from my sensei. And um, I try to, you know, incorporate that into what we have going on now and and MMA. You know, MMA has totally changed the whole culture of martial arts in general. You know what I mean? People like kind of scoff and laugh at the traditional martial arts, which they I mean tech, technically wise. Yeah, I can understand that as a professional MMA fighter. I see a lot of stupid stuff, but there's a lot of good things that uh, you know don't don't get passed along. You know, they left to like you know just discipline and and, and self control and and all you know all that good stuff. So um, I, I try to, and just, just, you know, mentality and looking at stuff, not quitting, you know what I mean? Um, I feel like everybody kind of goes to MMA, they're on their own, nobody's like talking that aspect, and that's most of the, the fight is, it's all mental, it really is. Um, anybody, you can be the best athlete, you know, the best striker in the world, but if you don't have what it takes to, you know, deliver on fight night when it really matters, because your mentality is weak and you're scared or whatever it is, um, it doesn't really matter, does it? So that's why I, I think it's really important to have um, you know, that incorporated into your training. Yeah. Amen. I, I pl- uh, practiced Taekwondo competed nationally growing up as well. And I can actually kick now. And while <laughs> you know, most people, you see them walk into an MMA gym, they can't even throw a kick. So there's definitely yeah. something there, but when you, I, I've heard you talk about when you changed gyms and uh, started joining new England cartel and Tyson Chartier's team who we had on last week. I know you saw that. How's important, yep. how important has been finding the right team to be a part of been for you? It's another another whole skill, I think, to the sport. I mean, I see a lot of guys, you know, who kind of bounce around from gym to gym because they just can't find a spot because um, personality-wise of where they need to be. So um, that it takes almost like a certain kind of person to find the right people to match and fit you. It's hard to build a good camp around you because everybody has jobs. Everybody has, you know, other fighters and stuff. So it's really hard to build that. But I've been super lucky getting matched up with Tyson Chartier. Um, I think he's such a good coach. I think he's... Um, he really, really wants the athletes, the fighters, to do as best as they possibly can. And uh, he leads a good practice. He's very consistent. I've seen a lot of coaches out there that they don't they don't show up for their practices. So you never have to worry about something like that with Tyson. And, um, you know, he's he's definitely developing something really good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see what New England is going to be producing in, like, a couple of years after what we got going right now. There's a ton of amateurs. That never mind, we have Calvin, Rob, Nick. And, and, and Chris Matino and Tom Tom Pags, all those people coming up. But we have a 
whole load of uh, other amateurs um, coming up underneath us too that are going to be really good. Yeah, I know Tyson spoke really highly of you when he was on, and you know I've, I've actually uh, seen some of the stock you guys have. I was at a Combat FC five uh, this oh, nice. past this past uh, was that November, yeah. And so I, I've seen the development there, and you know, just you know, we might think back to your recent victory at Dana White Contender Series. That was your second run at it, and yes. you know the you know night and day really in terms of how you executed. Were there any specific strategies or preparation that played a role in securing that contract? Um, yeah, I think it's the coaching. Uh, really, what it came down to is my decision making. Uh, uh, when I was, you know, before I was kind of fighting, I didn't really have somebody teach telling me that part of the game of you know how to win an MMA fight. I was kind of just building skills individually all over. So I'd go to like you know do kickboxing rounds with kickboxers. I go to jujitsu class and roll with jujitsu guys. And I was you know and I would train a little bit trying to put together, but not really the it wasn't really the meat potatoes of my training in uh, training with Tyson. He he knows that part of the game. He really knows what you know what parts we should focus on to win MMA fights, which is totally different than you know winning a jiu-jitsu match or a kickboxing fight. And um, so he kind of helped me, coached me, opened up that whole portion of the of the training, and led me to a victory. Really, when it came down to it, um, never mind the training bodies um, that I got uh, training up the guys who are at another level. Like if you're if you're training at local gyms, you know. You might get a good guy to come in every once in a while and you can get that work with. But like, you know, when I'm training with the cartel, I feel like every single time I have anybody on me, it's a, it's a, it's a either a high level amateur or a top level professional. So it's like when you're, when you're doing that for every single round of the day, I mean, eventually you just either got to conform to that level or you get destroyed. I'm really grateful that the, I was able to get exposed to that and it got me the win for sure. Yeah, well, there's there definitely some studs there. You drop some names like Mitch and uh, <laughs> oh, Rob Mitch, and, of course, oh, yeah. all those guys. Yeah. Um, so, hey, you know, you, you're coming up into the UFC now. What are some of the goals that you kind of see for yourself within the sport and with the organization? Um, yeah, I mean, I, my, I want to make it to the top 10, uh, be the champ, obviously, right? That, that's, 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 that's the goal. Um, but you got to look at these things as one fight at a time. Uh, I want to get to this, uh, this, this first fight contract, and I want to get, you know, three wins. Uh, that, that's my goal. It's one fight at a time. Um, but... You know, I, after I do that, I can really secure myself, um, you know, within the UFC. And then I want to climb those, climb the ladder, man. I, I want to be there for a while. Um, I, I really take inspiration from guys like Jim Miller that just fought last. You know, he's fighting, doing his passion. He's 40-something years old and, you know, he's still performing and doing grace. You know, I, I, I know I'm, I'm a little bit older getting here, but I think it's actually a good thing because of preser preserving my body a lot that I didn't take that damage from my 20s to my 30s. And I, I think as a martial artist, you just get smarter, you get stronger, you get more mature, you get stronger. Obviously, there's a fall-off portion, but I, I really, you know, I plan to be here for the least the next six, seven, hopefully more than that, you know what I mean, and, and, and do some damage in the UFC. Uh, I know you got a lot of local love there, Dana. When he when you were coming in, he said, "I don't know if I'll be able to go back to the streets of Boston if I don't bring this guy on." <laughs> you know, not that you didn't perform, but uh, yeah, man, I know it's amazing. I, I know you also got a lot of great sponsors out there. Um, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to? Uh, yeah, so right now, uh, sh shout out to Operation Vet. Now they've always been a huge, huge uh, supporter of me. I've been with them for three to four years. Uh, it's a veteran organization that they truly really try to help guys, anybody struggling with PTSD. Uh, they try to foster and help people 
bring them to the right people to get help. On top of that, they sponsor other athletes, you know, to spread their message. And um, they've been a great organization that I've been working for for four years now, since literally, I think, right after my first professional MMA fight, I've been with them. Um, first, their foundation is another combat control um, foundation that they've been sponsoring me and leading up to my, not this fight, but my last fight as well. And they've been a huge help. So, yeah, shout out to those guys. Um, and, uh, you know, I've had so much support going over the years, um, you know, you got me to where you need it's one of those things like being a fighter like it's a grind you know you gotta you gotta you gotta hustle you gotta you gotta find i've been lucky enough that the veteran community have just kind of pitched in and helped me out well and if there's anyone else feel free just to send me over their stuff and i'll tag them in there and make sure that they know that they got a great guy that they're getting behind finally how do you envision using your platform as a ufc fighter to continue advocating for mental health and supporting veterans and first responders um, so yeah, I mean that that's that's I, what I plan to do. Hopefully, uh, you know, someday I can have a gym and a facility that we can, you know, try to help as many veterans as possible. Open up the doors and you know do anything I can to help them. Tell my story, get that story out there, um, and and I feel like that you know I can really touch a lot of guys out there to try to help them out, get them out of those that dark space. Uh, we have a lot of stuff, crazy stuff going on in the world, and I you know that's what I try to focus on is just trying to help help other people. Um, that you know had similar situations to me. So I think right now I just got to go and fight some people and keep and keep proving, proving to the world who I am. You know what I mean? Representing my community and, and show people, you know who I am, and then you know we can start building something off that. That's beautiful, man. Well, hey, thanks so much for doing this. I know you got some good my stuff pleasure. coming up in the very near future, and I can't wait to see you dominating right. out there. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. <laughs>